Hey guys, Candace Eisner here. This week I wanted to clear up something about marketing I may not have been clear on in recent podcast episodes. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey guys, happy Monday, and happy almost Halloween if you're listening to this on the Monday or the Tuesday. Well, I guess if you're listening to it on the Tuesday right after I release it, it is Halloween. Now, <laughs> I know last week I kind of joked that I might do something Halloween-themed for the podcast, but uh, unless you find marketing spooky, which maybe some of you do, I'm not really going with the Halloween theme, other than to say, you know, enjoy it. Um, if you do live in a country, which most of you do, that celebrates Halloween, uh, you know, enjoy it. Even if it's not your thing, you got to admit, it's pretty cute to see the kids in the costumes. Or even if that's not your thing, hey, there's always candy and chocolate and yummy things like that. So there's something for pretty much anyone when it comes to Halloween, even if you're not a huge fan of it. So let's move on and talk about my topic of the week before I, you know, start talking too much about candy. Maybe I've eaten too much candy over the weekend. That's very possible. So here's the thing. I've been talking about marketing a lot on the podcast and in my newsletter recently, and I may have inadvertently made it sound like it's all about getting new clients. Now, That aspect is really important. Don't misunderstand me. That is a super important part of any marketing, no matter what kind of business you run. Like, you know, right now, most of you listening to this are massage therapists or people in related careers. But if you decided to take a complete pivot and go off and, I don't know, run a t-shirt shop, say you decided to do that, open your own Etsy t-shirt shop, these principles still apply, right? So... Getting new clients is really important, but there's another part of marketing that is really important for me to emphasize, and that is marketing isn't just about finding those new clients. It's also about nurturing the relationships with the clients you already have. And again, that is true whether you're a massage therapist, a physiotherapist, an acupuncturist, you run a fitness studio, you're a gymnastics coach, or you run an online t-shirt shop, or you sell art, or whatever it is you do. So this is especially true on social media, because I know a lot of you are branching out into social media marketing, you know, trying to promote your business on social media. If you want to participate there, it really has to be a two-way communication in order for it to be effective. That's just the way it is. Social media is about cultivating relationships. You know, it isn't like that traditional advertising from back in the day or, well, you still see it actually in magazines and billboards and whatnot, where you put a message out, the ad, and that's it. People read it, they absorb it, maybe they go buy your product. Obviously, I'm very oversimplifying here, but the point of this podcast is not for me to teach you all about the principles of advertising. The point is to talk about this one specific topic here, and that is social media and other forms of marketing and cultivating your relationships, right? Social media is intended to be conversational. That's why it's called social media. It's not just called, I don't know, one-way conversation media. That's not what it is. It's social media. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now, you know, other than I wanted to clarify something that I may not have made clear previously, yes, that's important to me, 
But the re- the other reason why I'm bringing this up right now is that at this time of year, for many healthcare businesses, and definitely including your RMTs, you know, this is what happens. So you've put in all these efforts over the spring and summer into your marketing, doing your newsletters, social media, fixing up your website, all of that important stuff. Then the busy fall hits, okay? You've been working hard all spring and summer, but you know, you're, you've got a pretty good client list going on and, you know, things are booming. Like you're having, you know, for some of you, like maybe it's the best fall that you've had yet. And if so, like, I'm really glad to hear that, by the way. And even for those of you who don't feel like you're in that situation, still, you know, if you've been putting out the effort, chances are you are seeing some returns. You are seeing some clients booking in and that kind of stuff. So because you've been doing that work, your bookings are getting full up or maybe you're completely full. So you stop doing your social media updates, you stop sending out your newsletter, or you do it way less often. Like say, say you're updating social media once a day, you revert to doing it just when you feel like it or like once a week or something. You stop sending your newsletter regularly, you only do it once a month. You know, you stop reminding people to book, you stop doing all those things that you've been doing all spring and summer. Then after the big holiday rush is over, suddenly things are quiet again. So... You go, oh no, you know, and then you go back and start doing your marketing stuff again. So you start, restart doing the social media posts, you restart, you know, all that stuff. I don't need to list it all again. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? So here's the thing. Those marketing efforts that you're doing, the social media updates, the blog posts, all of that stuff, those are the things that help you keep your book full no matter what time of year it is. Okay. And those are the efforts that also help keep your relationships with your clients going, even when they don't have an actual active appointment booked with you, because they're seeing your updates on social media, they're getting your newsletter, all that kind of stuff. Reminds them you're still around, you know, keeps their business, or sorry, keeps your business in their field of view, if you want to think of it that way. Sometimes quite literally, because if, you know, they're scrolling through social media and they see the fact that you've posted that you have an appointment available for two o'clock tomorrow, That reminds them that you're still around. That reminds them what you do. Maybe they'll jump on that. Maybe they haven't seen you in like six months and all of a sudden that post will make them go, oh, hey, yeah, I want to book in. Those are really useful things. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that. And that is a super important part of building a steady, stable practice or clinic or studio or whatever kind of business it is that you're running. Because here's another thing you may not be aware of that is a simple principle, you know, basically in life in general, but it's something that, you know, business and marketing students are taught, okay? And this is the 80-20 rule. So if you've ever heard this before, I don't mean 80-20 when it comes to like diets and stuff. I know that there's those rules out there too. No, no, no. I'm talking about more in business. And this is the, the idea is this, is that 80% of the results of any event can be attributed to 20% of the causes. So, what does this 80-20 rule mean for us? Like, you know, 80% of the results, da da da, what does that mean? Well, here's the thing. In our businesses, this translates to 80% of your bookings or your income, if you're not sort of a, a per appointment based person, coming from just 20% of your clients. And if you've ever done a financial analysis of your own work and looked at your earnings by client, you will probably find that this is very true. 
There's those steady, stable clients you know are going to book with you on a regular basis. And if you actually look at your income over the course of a year, it's about 20% of your whole client database that's providing you with 80% of your income, approximately. Obviously, it's not going to be to the decimal point five, you know, five spaces of no, no, no. I don't mean that. I don't mean it's that precise, but I just mean in general, the idea is 20% of your clients are giving you 80% of your income. So here's why I'm saying this. Bringing in new clients is really important part of your marketing, and I'm never going to stop talking about that. Don't worry. It is important, you know. You do need to bring in new clients at all times, pretty much. It's like the lifeblood of a business. Unless you're in, you know, heading towards retirement or something, you know, you do need to keep your business on new clients' radar. Even if, like, you know, you don't have new client bookings that often because you're quite busy, still, it's a good idea to keep your business on the minds of new clients. So social media posts, your website, your newsletter, and all those things that you're putting effort into, it is important to understand um, that bringing in new clients is important, but it's even more important to understand that continuing to cultivate the existing client relationships is probably more important, you know? And think about it this way too. It's much easier to get a client who has already seen you and appreciates and likes and knows about your work to rebook than it is to get a new client to take that leap and actually book with you. Trust me on this. Someone who already knows your work and likes you is far more likely to book an appointment with you again than someone who hasn't really met you yet, you know, is just sort of aware that your business exists but hasn't been kind of convinced yet to book in with you. So... That's another reason why it's so important to do these things, like continue to do your social media updates and cultivate those relationships with the existing clients. So yeah, this is my little nudge to you guys at this time of year when I know you're going to get really busy and you're going to think, well, I don't really have time to do my social media posts. I'm just going to drop all that because I'm super busy. They did their work. I don't need to worry about that anymore. Unfortunately, that's not really how that works. You want to keep those things going even during your busy season because it's absolutely worth it to keep the relationships with your clients going and help them remember to book with you, right? Because that's what you want. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like, I don't know where I'm going to find the time for this, well, remember, if you put up into place a plan of action, like I've been talking about on this podcast, like I've been talking about in my newsletter, you can make it very doable even when you are super busy because you've planned for it. You already know what you're going to post. You've already taken the time on a day when you had the time because you made the time to you know put together the content. And all you need to do is load up Facebook, load in the post and press post. It's so much quicker than trying to sit down and think what to post and then dot, 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 dot. If you do your plan of action, it will be much quicker. You'll be able to keep things going over the holiday season. That will mean that not only will you have probably a busier holiday season, but you also will hopefully, there's a really good chance. I can't promise you because things can happen or things can change or whatnot, but anyone who does this does tend to see that if they keep those marketing efforts going, the social media posts, all that stuff, throughout their busy season, January is not as quiet as it usually is. It just continues to keep working for you because you've been putting in the effort the whole time. So 
yeah, that's the point of having a plan. That's the point of this podcast for this week. I'll be back with you guys next week with another topic. If you do have any suggestions for topics that I can talk about, by the way, or if you have any questions for me, please uh, feel free to contact me. You know, you can find me on uh, Twitter as at Nixie. I'm currently um, Happy Little Biz on uh, Instagram. You can, of course, email me, Candice at Nixie.ca, and I'm always happy to chat with any of you about marketing or any of these things that I talk about on the podcast. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening into this week's podcast episode. I really do appreciate your time. If you're new to the podcast, hey, let me introduce myself. My name is Candice Eisner, and I am a former registered massage therapist in the province of Ontario. I like to say retired registered massage therapist, actually, because it sounds a little bit more fun. Hey, Freedom 35, but let's be real here for a second. I'm not actually retired. I am retired from the profession of massage therapy, but what I'm doing these days is I am helping those who work in healthcare or fitness or wellness build practices and businesses that really align with who they are and what they want out of life. That is really my big mission. That is important to me. So if you head on over to happylittlebiz.com, you can read a little bit more about who I am and what I'm about and read some of my free articles that I have available. You can also keep listening to this weekly podcast. I'd love it if you did that. And actually speaking about that, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you find it helpful, I would be so appreciative if you would share this episode or share another episode with friends or relatives or other people you know who work in health and wellness and fitness so that we can have more people listening to the podcast. And the more people that listen, the more topic ideas or requests I get, the better the podcast is. It works out well for all of us. So you can just share this on social media. You can share it by email, wherever you like you want to go. Um, if you need a link, head on over to happylittlebiz.com. You can get a link to my podcast episodes there or you can just link people to Happy Little Biz. That would be great too. So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. This is it for this week's podcast and I will see you back here next week.